Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good to be back with you on this Thursday. Is it just me or is this week just zipping by and bringing us ever closer to Christmas Day? How's that Christmas shopping coming? I've actually made some progress this week, which I'm very pleased with. Not a lot, but at least I got a start. How are you doing in that particular department? I want to start off with some good news. There's a couple of items here that I put in the category of being praiseworthy. As you know, I'm very concerned about what's taking place in our nation's capital now during this lame duck session of Congress. This is a period of time between now and the time the new Congress comes into power in January. This is the opportunity, and I use that word sarcastically, for all kinds of mischief for politicians who want to do things that they couldn't do at other times because they there is the possibility. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily happen, but the possibility that there could be consequences and accountability for the actions of these politicians. This is the time where, politically speaking, these folks can pretty much get away with bloody murder. They can. And probably will. We've already told you about how there are certain things, certain things that are taking place that involve members of Congress, in particular senators, who are retiring. So once they leave, there will be no consequence for what they are doing right now. They're going to leave us, those of you who are paying the freight, with the bill for their irresponsible decisions. That's what's going to happen here, mainly with budget matters. And we'll get to that a little bit later on. But can I talk about a W for us? We can talk plenty about the L's, and there are likely to be a few before this session of Congress is over. But we've got some W's. We've got at least one W to celebrate this morning. And let me tell you what that is. Breitbart's reporting GOP and liberals have defeated Wall Street's Eagle Act outsourcing bill. 
If you go back to the 2016 presidential campaign, what was one of the big issues that helped to catapult President Donald Trump to victory? It was the issue of immigration, illegal immigration, the issue of outsourcing jobs, opportunity. And just the fact that we have runaway immigration in this country. Now, some people might look and say, well, you're a black man. I can't believe you don't want to let other people in. And let me just restate my position on this. I believe in legal immigration, people coming in the front door. And I think there needs to be a fair process for everybody. A fair process. So nobody gets to slip in the back door, and just because they've come in illegally, okay, we'll let you stay. That should not be automatic. I also do not believe that big corporations should be allowed to set these policies in a way that is in their best interests but not the best interests of the American people. So here's what's happened here. House GOP legislators defeated the billionaire-backed EGO Act. It's an outsourcing bill. And this is what's crazy about it. They did it with the help of a breakaway faction of liberal Democrats who rejected the bill's preference for Indian visa workers. Remember what I told you about special preferences? The remarkable alliance created by West Coast business groups who used a population of Indian visa workers to disguise a massive outsourcing change, dubbed Section 7. The section threatened to flood the U.S. labor market with a subservient, no-rights workforce that would displace millions of Americans from white-collar and blue-collar jobs. What have I warned you about repeatedly on this broadcast? The danger of occlusion of big government and big business. By the way, I don't know exactly why. Wall Street's not looking too good right now. Down 687 points. We'll continue to follow this and get some sense of what's going on today that's causing this sell-off. But I digress. So this bill, this giveaway, it died without a vote. Democrat leaders decided to withdraw the bill. They recognized they were going to lose on the House floor. The lack of a vote obscures the political splits and shifts, but nearly all GOP members, including the eight GOP sponsors of the Fortune 500 giveaway, turned against the bill. As GOP leaders, Representative Kevin McCarthy And GOP whip Steve Scalise declared their opposition and started whipping their members to vote against the bill. Get a load of this. This might have passed. This might have passed. The bill's complex Section 7 was appalling, and leadership recognized that. That's the word from Ryan Walker, the Vice President of Government Relations for Heritage Action. For a number of years, these types of bills were seen as a gimme from Republicans. But they're taking a closer look at this stuff now, especially over the past four, six, ten years. The business community has not always had the American people's interests at heart, you think? 
The GOP has recognized that. They're finally taking a fine-tooth comb to these pieces of legislation. Tom McClintock of California, Republican, one of the leading voices against this bill. This bill is a big, fat middle finger to America's working families. Scott Fitzgerald, Republican. Section 7 of the bill is an in run around the annual green card limit. But the GOP opposition came after conservative activists and immigration reformers lobbied members face-to-face. After one in six GOP voters showed immigration was their top priority during the midterms. Breitbart News really deserves a lot of credit for covering this story, doing nine articles since November 22nd. Yet the GOP could not have won without support from Democrats, including Representative Yvette Clark, Democrat, who runs the immigration section of the Congressional Black Caucus. She said, I cannot support efforts that would perpetuate the current inequities in our immigration system. Good for her. Kevin Lynn, founder of U.S. Tech Workers, adding, that was probably the most significant development. (laughs) We'll talk about this and much more. Get your thoughts on yet another... Victory. Let's celebrate this one. (laughs) Right here. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On the Vince Coakley radio program. And if you'd like to join the conversation, you are welcome to the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800 1110 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Started off mentioning this giveaway for Wall Street, the Eagle Act, which has gone down in flames. And it's a combination of Republicans and some Democrats who've decided they cannot support this. 
This had to be a team effort. Kevin Lynn, founder of U.S. Tech Workers, saying, I think this was probably the most significant development, referring to Yvette Clark, saying she could not support this from the Congressional Black Caucus. He's saying, I think we're going to see going forward an awakening of American descendants of slaves that they have real political power and they don't have to toe the Democratic line. In this case, they pushed off the Chamber of Commerce, the corporate Democrats, and they said, hey, what this doesn't work for is anyone but one country. So they're not going to go along with this. One country. It's a set-aside for one country. The outsourcing bill pushed by Ford.us, representing West Coast investors and their outsourcing companies. The investors hid their Section 7 behind a PR strategy that pitched the bill as a decent fix for the pro-diversity country caps. That caps limit, the annual share of 140,000 corporate-sponsored green cards that can be allocated to the Indian visa workers preferred by the Fortune 500 and their subcontractors. The breadth of investors who founded and funded Ford.us was hidden from casual visitors, the group's website, sometime in the last year. But copies exist at the other sites. You'll not be surprised by some of these names. 2013 founders included Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, shocking, Microsoft founder Bill Gates, John Doerr of Kleiner Perkins, Matt Kohler at Benchmark, Reed Hoffman, partner at the Greylock Partners investment firm, who sits on the board of Microsoft. Isn't it just wonderful? <laughs> this is just crazy, isn't it? The investors defeat a big turnaround from 2019 when business groups used their lobbying to pass a similar bill. They got just 65 nay votes. A matching bill by Senator Mike Lee was blocked by several senators once GOP staffers learned more about the economic impact of the matching bills. This is another example, folks, of... Eternal vigilance. That's what it requires, because these folks will try these stunts time and time again. They will. Democrats and some Republicans, Gordon Breitbart, are still trying to insert other immigration giveaways into the end-of-year funding bill. Jerry Moran, Republican, announced his support for a bill that offers fast-track green cards to a huge and growing population of 70,000 Afghans. That population includes some people who fought the Taliban and some opportunists who slipped into the U.S. airlift to reach what they hope will be a better life in the U.S. Now, again, if you want to do this, we can have a conversation about the legitimacy of letting these Afghans in. Let's have that conversation. It's a separate individual conversation. You don't throw this into an appropriations bill. To hide this from the American people. This is what these politicians love to do. But the key thing is this morning we celebrate the demise of the Eagle Act. Good riddance. 
a rather positive story, an act of generosity. I was having I've had several conversations about this, about human nature, which I believe at the core, we're flawed people. And I believe our society in general, too many of us are driven by entirely by self-interest and selfishness. So it's always encouraging to me when I see examples of people doing something generous rather than grabbing, giving. People Magazine reporting on the winner of Survivor. I'm not a fan of the show, never watched an episode. Something extraordinary happened last night. The winner is Mike Gabler. And he decided to donate his entire million-dollar prize to veterans. Telling Jeff Probes, there are people who need that money more. This guy's a heart valve specialist, 52-year-old guy. He'd been telling viewers of the CBS competition series his plan before nabbing the win, but followed through with his promise after being named sole survivor. So there are people who need that money more. I'm going to donate the entire prize, the entire million-dollar prize in my father's name, Robert Gabler, who is a Green Beret, to veterans in need who are recovering from psychiatric problems, PTSD, and curb the suicide epidemic. We're going to save lives and do something good. He said this amid cheers from jurors, castmates. A million dollars is going to them. We made history. History. Adding in that wonderful moment. Gabler cannot praise Survivor enough, talking about the impact on him and the rest of the contestants. And at the end of this, this is such a wonderful decision. Take this million dollars in this time period when there's so much going on in the news that people don't like to look at. People are encouraged. I think this also inspires other people. When we do acts of charity, it encourages other people. It sets a tone. And I think it's a very good tone. What do you think? This is very much praiseworthy. Dave, a good friend of mine on social media, posting this, Survivor winner Gabler donating his $1 million winnings to veterans in need. That is class. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Much more as we continue our broadcast. We'll go to the darker side of what's going on in Washington. Some of the antics underway on immigration. That much more as we continue.
still to come in the broadcast a little bit later on. We're going to talk about what's going on with our power grid and concerns about its safety, its protection. Boy, are we reminded about this and what happened in Moore County some days ago. The vulnerability that is there. We're going to talk with an expert on this coming up in the next hour. Not sure we'll get to this today. But I want to warn you again about an assault that is underway on free speech. People who are using tragedy to basically shut you up so you don't have a right to comment about things that are of concern to you. It's a new form of bullying that is taking place. We'll address this subject, very important subject. John, appreciate his post. You know, in one of the conversations, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, I've had some great conversations in recent days with people who are very conscientious. And the people I find who are really healthy are those people who are doing some self-examination. They're first looking at themselves and recognizing. You remember that Faith, not Faith Focus Friday, Transformation Tuesday segment, where we recognize that we are part of the world's problem, but we have the opportunity in Christ to be part of the world's solution. But that beginning place is so important to recognize my complicity, what's in my heart. John posts this, I know that in me dwells the capability to do every evil thing. Only the love of Christ constrains us. Have a great day. John, you're right on the money. Right on the money. Vince, now wait a minute. Are you saying some Washington politicians act in selfish self-interest? So I suppose next. (laughs) You will tell me that gambling is going on at Rick's Cafe. Shocking. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Well, let's talk about that self-interest. I want to remind you of something I warned you about years ago, and this goes back to the beginning of the Trump era. One of the things I was very concerned about at the time, and it's proven to be true, is all of these, I don't even like using the word rhino because it doesn't even get to the heart of what's wrong here. All of these Republicans who campaign as conservatives. They were able to skate under the radar during this Trump era because, frankly, I see a lot of people, and this is just my assessment, who didn't care about anything else but what Donald Trump said and did. That was it. So Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and all of these liberal Republicans were able to skate. All they had to do is to appear, appear anyway, to kiss Donald Trump's rear end and help his agenda until he's gone. And now they're back to the same old tricks. In fact, they never really stopped them. It's just that people didn't pay much attention to it. And here they are. Here they are back at the top of the heap. Because, I mean, whether we like it or not, From a political standpoint, this is the leadership of the Republican Party. It's Mitch McConnell. It's Kevin McCarthy. 
if he indeed wins in January. These are the folks who are in charge. So we should not be surprised when they pull stunts like the one that I'm about to tell you about. See, we actually told you about this some days ago. But now we have another element to this. As President Joe Biden has come out and expressed the fact that he is encouraged by this new amnesty proposal that is being trumpeted by none other than North Carolina's Tom Tillis and Kirsten Cinema. That also includes foreign worker expansion. Notice how these themes keep coming back over and over again. Biden encouraged by a lame duck proposal from Senators Tom Tillis and Kirsten Sinema that gives amnesty to millions of illegal aliens and expands the number of foreign workers in the United States labor market. Tillis and Sinema proposed a plan that would give amnesty to at least 2 million illegal aliens, those enrolled and eligible for former President Obama's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, and bring hundreds of thousands more foreign workers into the labor market via changes to the employment-based green cards. During a news conference this week, White House News Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre saying Biden is encouraged by this plan as it's similar to the administration's own plan that included amnesty for most of the nation's 11 to 22 million illegal aliens. What's wrong with this picture, folks? Why do we have Republicans supporting anything? Anything that is favorable to a Biden plan on this subject. Jean-Pierre saying we're encouraged by the bipartisan conversations happening on immigration reform currently in Congress. On the president's first day in the White House. And in his administration, he put forth a comprehensive immigration reform because he understood how important this issue was protection for dreamers. That's what was in that legislation he put forth. Cutting down the asylum backlog, modernizing our outdated immigration systems. So we're going to let the process play out. Not going to get ahead of it. As you know, there's negotiations happening on this framework that's being done by Senator Sinema and Tillis. We're encouraged by it. President put that on day one. This is important. We needed to get this done. The Biden administration is carrying out its own backdoor amnesty. Well, we've got well over a million border crossers, illegal aliens, securing parole after their arrival at the United States-Mexican border. So they're just released into the American communities while waiting their asylum hearings. One such program with about 40,000 closed cases, only about 7% of those released into the U.S. interior have been granted asylum. 7%. What happened to the others? Biden hoping to drastically expand the already record-high foreign-born population in the U.S. Most recently announced the revamping of an Obama-era program called the New Americans Task Force which will provide resources to green card holders. And this is his idea of making America better. 
<laughs> we're going to talk more about this. And we'll delve into another devious plan to use your money in a way that I'm sure you're not thrilled about. Stay with us. Radio program over on the text line. Protection for dreamers? Do citizens not have dreams? Well, yours don't matter. It's the future voters we're concerned about. Vince, a pox on them all, Republican and Democrat. Vince, why doesn't Tom Tillis just go ahead and slither over to the Democrat Party? He hasn't represented his North Carolina constituents since day one. Totally useless. Completely corrupt. Salad out of Gastonia. I don't think he's a fan of Mr. Tillis. Vince, I've said for a while, about 60% of these Republicans, the majority of these Democrats, are just opposite cheeks on the same ass. Both are equally worthless. There are a few good Republicans still out there. That's why we need to get more involved in the primaries to get more good wins. And these old coots out. Jeff, you are right on the money. A little bit more about this Tillis Cinema Amnesty. <laughs> this is just, it's maddening, isn't it? <sighs> Joe Biden said 26% of every child who's in school today speaks Spanish. 26%. We've had large waves of immigration before, but the thing is, we just have so much opportunity to make this country so much better. I really mean it. So my father would say, let's go get them. I'm not against people speaking Spanish. This is not an objective, though, for an American president. This is crazy. That's what it is. And brace yourself for the tin cup from the progressive states. And I put progressive in quotes because you need to understand when you see the word progressive, it really means regressive. Breitbart also reporting on Gavin Newsom who's now complaining that Biden's migrant flights are a burden for his sanctuary state, dear California. Gavin Newsom saying these flights filled with border crossers and illegal aliens are particularly a burden for sanctuary states like his. So does this mean Mr. Newsom is going to oppose illegal immigration? Of course not. This is an opportunity, folks. And I'm going to tell you what the opportunity is. You ready for this? In an interview with ABC 10 News, Newsom seemingly complained California is having to foot the bill for hundreds of thousands of border crossers and illegal aliens arriving by buses and flights every month. It's part of the Biden administration's expansive catch and release network. Federal government spending, actually sending more and more flights, more and more buses directly to California. He says this state is doing what no other state's doing. 
absorbing and protecting and preserving our values and advancing them by doing health care screenings, taking care of folks. And the more we do, the burden is placed disproportionately on us. We're already at capacity. Nine of our sites. We can't continue to fund all of these sites because of the budgetary pressures now being placed on this state and the offsetting issues that I have to address. So let me get this straight. You support illegal immigration. Now these people start coming. And, you, you know, let me add something. You promise all of these things to illegal immigrants at taxpayer expense. And now you're complaining. Oh, we can't fund this. You know where this goes next. He's helped to drive illegal immigration to California with reinforcement to the state's strict sanctuary policy that shields criminal illegal aliens from arrest and deportation, offering free taxpayer-funded health insurance to all 4.4 million illegal alien residents and expanding the issuance of state IDs for illegal aliens. According to Newsom, California is likely to be more overrun with border crossers and illegal aliens. As the public health authority, known as Title 42, that's been used at the U.S.-Mexico border, it stays away from expiring. The fact is, what we've got right now is not working. It's about to break in a post-42 world, unless we take some responsibility and ownership. Also claiming Republicans responsible for record-setting levels of illegal immigration under the Biden administration, says amnesty for the nation's 11 to 22 million illegal aliens is the best policy solution. By the way, as of October, an estimated 1.4 million border crossers, illegal aliens, have been released into the U.S. interior since Biden took office late January 2021. That's in addition to more than 600,000 illegal aliens who are known to have successfully crossed the southern border. This is pure madness. What's he going to do next? Well, what do you think he's going to do? Ask for the federal government to bail out California. That's what they're going to do. Coming up, we're going to talk about what's going on with our power grid. What can be done to make this more secure? We'll discuss this and much more. Hour number two is straight ahead. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.